Hey there, welcome back to Legal Mumbo Jumbo with Houston Divorce and Family Law Attorney Ashley Nicole Green. This is a 10 to 15 minute session where she will discuss frequently asked questions and or provide you with some good old information on how to navigate through those areas. So let's get started with some Legal Mumbo Jumbo. Hi guys, welcome back to season two, episode number 12 of Legal Mumbo Jumbo. My name is Ashley Nicole Green. I'm a Houston Family Law and Divorce Attorney. And today's topic is about, of course, child support, custody, and parental rights, specifically related to who does the Office of the Attorney General represent in a child support case. Um, as always, I like to give you guys a little background as to how this topic came about, just as at the tone for today's podcast, and also just to give you some context. So, I decided to have a podcast designated or dedicated rather to this particular topic because I can't tell you how many times, and I always say this, but literally how many times people reach out to me and say, hey, I went to the office of the attorney general and X, Y, or Z happened and they really didn't advocate for me. They really didn't help me. So I feel like, you know, I need to go back to court. And I always tell people, the Office of the Attorney General represents the state of Texas. That is their client. You are not their client. So you have to remember that. The other reason why I wanted to um, take the time to talk about this topic is because I had a client who did, um, you know, have some communication with the Office of the Attorney General. He ended up getting himself in a really, really bad bind where there was a negotiation conference held. He was actually not part of it. Someone else came and participated um, in place of him because this was at the beginning of COVID. Um, unfortunately, there was no like way to verify who they were talking to over the phone because there wasn't like Zoom or it wasn't in person. And so he got himself in a really, really bad bind because someone else acted as him. And then he had this order that had this astronomical amount of child support. And so he's got himself in a bind, but you know, we're trying to still work on his case as we speak by the time this um, podcast maybe goes out. So with that being said, if you haven't already, grab a sheet of paper and something to write with, because I'm going to jump in and give you six things or six tips for you to kind of consider um, whenever you work with the office of the attorney general for a child support case. So the first thing to note is, as I mentioned earlier, the Office of the Attorney General does not represent you. They represent the state of Texas. That is very, very critical, and it's something that you need to remember. So when you go to these negotiation conferences or if you go to court, yes, they might say things that are in line with your interests at some point, but at the end of the day, they don't really care about your interests. They care about the state's. And the state's interest, it would be to make sure that the child does not become a ward of the state, making sure that the child is being taken care of if there's financial resources available from another parent to provide for that child, to keep that child off for public benefits. And also just to ensure that, um, you know, they're being reimbursed for anything if there are public benefits that are being used for the benefit of the child. So that's something to remember. The second thing to remember is that when you go to the office of the attorney general, the orders will include not just child support, but also what people refer to as custody, but really in Texas is conservatorship. And it's also going to include visitation. So you need to remember that like when you go and you have these negotiation conferences, it's not just going to be you get to set child support and then there's not going to be any terms as far as visitation. There will be. Also, if you're the parent who will likely be having a visitation schedule, you need to be very careful about agreeing to something that you maybe not feel comfortable with because once you agree to it, 
especially like if the other parents asking for supervised visitation and you just say, yeah, sure. But there's really no actual like evidence. You don't go to court. You don't have anything and you're just voluntarily agreeing to that. You can get yourself in a bad situation. The third thing that I want you to remember is that the government um, benefits that the child is receiving, the court um, will, does have the authority to grant the state's request to be reimbursed for that. Now, I mentioned this a few moments ago when I was talking about the first point, but I wanted to dedicate a specific point to this and kind of elaborate on it. What I mean by this is if the child is receiving Medicaid, or any type of public benefits, TANF, anything of that sort, the court can consider that. And especially if it is Medicaid or CHIPS or something of that sort, the court can grant that the parent who's paying child support be required to pay cash medical reimbursement each month. And so that's going to typically be about 9% of the parent who's paying child support income. So just know that if you do have any type of health insurance available to you, then you want to make sure that you provide that whenever you're at these negotiation conferences or if you go to court so that the court can consider that. And then instead of having you reimburse the state back each month, you can say, look, I already have them covered. So there's no need for you to do that. And then at that point, it would be upon the parent who actually enrolled the child to take the child off of that and to not continue to do that if you do have that health insurance provided. And that can really be for either parent. So. The fourth thing to note is that um, if you get a negotiation conference set up and you agree to participate in that negotiation conference and you participate in it and then you agree to sign any of the orders or any of the terms that are laid out, then you're likely going to be stuck with the terms of that order. Um, that will likely be signed off by the judge um, and be accepted. And once it's a court order, it's very difficult to go back and ask to reopen that or cancel it. Like some people ask, um, you have to probably likely wait until you can modify it. Um, and typically the office of the attorney general does, um, modify orders every three years. They do what's called a child support review hearing to see if child support should be increased, decreased or so forth. So you really need to be careful, um, especially if you aren't completely in agreement with the terms and you're just kind of doing it, um, in the spare of the moment and then you, Feel like you'll have some regrets later. The fifth thing to note is that if you don't agree, then what do you do next? That's something that people usually ask. You're going to wait to be served with the documentation by the constable's office or the sheriff's office for you to, or even maybe a private process server, for you to be provided a copy of the petition that has been filed by the office of the attorney general. Once you're started with that documentation, you want to make sure that you consult with an attorney and lawyer up, as most people would say, to ensure that your rights are protected. And you want to make sure you do that within 20 days after you're served. Because if you fail to file an answer, the other party can go forward, which in this case, it could be the state, and ask for a default judgment to be entered against you. Meaning anything that they have requested in the petition could be granted against your um, wishes. The sixth thing to kind of keep note of, um, and this kind of overlaps in general with all of the other points, is that the Office of the Attorney General, when they set up these negotiation conferences, they are doing this um, in the mindset that the parties were reaching agreement. They're not doing this in a sense to conduct discovery themselves, to figure out, you know, how much someone is making, how much they um, income they have coming in from other sources other than their main employment. 
They're not double checking or, you know, calling employers. They're not doing any type of discovery. If you want discovery to be conducted, then you are going to have to conduct discovery and, you know, ask for that to be provided by the other party. Now, sometimes people come to negotiation conference and they say, hey, yeah, I'll provide a copy of my paycheck sub. But if you're in a position where they decide not to provide it and they just want to, you know, rely on a specific dollar amount, then you're going to get yourself in a really, really bad situation because once you agree to it, it's done. It's over more than likely. It's very difficult to open up these cases with the motion for new trial or anything like that. And the deadline to do that is very, very short. So you want to make sure that you um, speak to an attorney as soon as possible to see if you have any legal rights. But more than likely, like I mentioned, it's going to be very difficult to do that. So with that being said, I hope these six points were helpful. Um, as always, I tell you guys, this is not an exhaustive list of the different things to consider, but it's a starting point for you to kind of think about some of the things that I see a lot, especially when um, individuals are dealing with the Office of the Attorney General. The other thing to note is that if you would like to speak to me and to learn about your rights and to make sure that you are approaching a negotiation conference with the Office of the Attorney General and the other party in your best interest, then feel free to schedule a free 15-minute phone case evaluations. Check out the show note details to figure out how to get a hold of us. Um, You can always call our office or you can also just schedule a line whenever you have the time to do that. So I would love to chat with you to discuss that. And until next time, you guys take care. Bye for now.